clear as you can about the purpose of this very session. <coughs> what is the immediate goal that you seek? How is it connected to your ultimate goal? Holding this as a determination, go to the posture, go to the body, inform the body to be conducive to help this process. So the body should be comfortable and yet stable. So check the legs, cross them in such a way that they are comfortable and that you feel stable. Place the hands in such a way that they are comfortable, where you don't need to consciously hold them in place. Elbows are not too far, not too close to the body. Shoulders are even and relaxed. Your back naturally straight. Head and neck centered, so you don't need to consciously hold them in place. You're not trying to hold them from falling forward or backwards. No to the sides. Already start to feel a sense of ease in the posture itself. And let the mind rest in that sense of ease. Mouth, teeth, tongue should simply rest in the natural places so that yours are not too loose, the teeth are not clenched. Have the tip of the tongue touching slightly the back part of the upper teeth. And let the eyes be conducive to meditation. For you, closing them may be more conducive, or open them, or have them half open. Choose whichever you find the most conducive for you. And that sense of ease that you experience in the posture before, stay aware, stay mindful of that sense of ease. See how it is getting deeper and deeper. without any concern about controlling the breath nor forcing the mind to focus on the breath don't even be concerned about whether or not there are distractions your only concern is are you aware of the breath as you breathe out you know you're breathing out follow the out breath when it naturally becomes inhalation, follow the inhalation, know you are inhaling. When it goes back again to exhalation, follow it and know that you are exhaling. In this way, follow the breath. as you continue to follow the breath this way, have a part of your mind check the posture 
to make sure that it is indeed conducive to meditation, that you are experiencing comfort, there is stability in the posture, and you're not consciously holding the posture in place. You can let it go and it will remain exactly where you leave it. And if you need to make any adjustments to achieve the aim of comfort and stability, <coughs> staying aware of the breath, make the adjustments. adjustments, you feel a sense of confidence in the posture itself. Stay in that sense of confidence in the posture. And your awareness of the sense of ease informs you that the sense of ease is now deeper. And the sense of ease is now reflected in the breath and in the mind. Bring your awareness back to the breath. <coughs> the only concern is following the breath. As you breathe out, know you are breathing out. As you breathe in, know you are breathing in. From out breath to in breath to out breath. Take special attention to the continuity of awareness and have the intention to have this continuity continue unbroken following about 21 cycles of breath.
it is reflected in the very awareness itself. Be determined to continue to experience this ever-deepening sense of ease. Your very awareness of it is your raft, your vessel, taking you into deeper levels of meditation. Bring your attention now to the space in front of you about a prostration or arm's length distance from you at the level of your eyebrows and start asking while focusing in that space how will I achieve my goal and let the goal be as clear as possible when I achieve my goal what is it that guaranteed that I succeeded. Who or what is my infallible guide? As you ask this, focusing on the goal, focusing on that space, start to feel the very presence of the very goal that you are aspiring to achieve appearing in a very bright form made entirely of light a form taken specifically to inspire you to guide you it is the very goal embodied in form find within you that measure of conviction that you are indeed in such a presence no matter what the measure of conviction, hold on to it. And in your mind, show your reverence, prostrate. You are in the presence of what is for you the means and the only means to achieve the goal that you have been aspiring to for so long. Again, examine your motivation. Know why you're aspiring to that goal. And make that the highest motivation that you can. Trusting yourself in the protection that is being offered to you. Accepting the guidance.
that measure of conviction that the means to achieve it is now before you in that bright form. You have a great sense of gratitude. Out of that sense of gratitude, make offerings. Take up things that you own and offer them. It makes you happy. Think of things that no one owns that makes you happy. Landscape. And offer them. Even bring to mind things that exist in your imagination and offer them. sense of regret, knowing that <coughs> this is the very cause of whatever problems you're experiencing and will experience, and turn your mind again to the three jewels embodied in your teacher. According to your own capacity, according to your own strength, make a promise to restrain it in the future. Be specific, choose time, duration, and be realistic. How long can you restrain and make that promise? to the seeds planted in your being. Pick up something to do that will be a makeup activity. Something that may be a bit of difficulty and yet within your capacity to do and promise to do them. Something that is a benefit to others.
to mind, take great joy in goodness itself, goodness that you witness in others, whatever that measure of goodness may be, goodness that you witness in yourself. Rejoice for all degrees and measures of merit. its ever-deepening nature, and from its very depth you will continue to do your meditation. From that sense of ease, now observe sentient beings. aspiring to achieve how it is eluding them and naturally your heart becomes filled with compassion and love for them let this compassion and love embrace them and holding them in this embrace Again, turn your mind, turn your attention to that bright presence, your teacher in front of you. Because your heart is now holding all beings with this compassion and love. When you look at the teacher, you feel that you are now connected to all enlightened beings. Out of this realization, you make your request asking all the enlightened beings to please teach beings how to truly end their pain, how to find true happiness. This is requesting to turn the wheel of the dawn and ask them to stay for whatever length of time it requires for beings to be come free and find true happiness. May they remain with being sentient beings, helping them. We are about to do meditation and wisdom, seeking to understand our true nature, the true nature of our environment. Think about the 
merits you've gained so far through these preliminaries and with strong determination dedicate their power to help you with this meditation through the power of the merit you gain through making offerings extending your love and compassion and so forth may this session find gain clarity may your understanding be more profound may meditation be stable and clear in your mind that you are in the presence of the very means to achieve your goal, the very embodiment of that goal itself. And you wish to be closer. So you ask the teacher, please, to come to the crown of your head. And instantly feel that bright presence now above your head. See yourself bathe in the radiance of the teacher. Think of the obstacles you've encountered that you anticipate to encounter. Think of the realizations you seek and make strong wishes to be free of your obstacles, to realize your goals as you beg the teacher for blessings. And the blessing comes from the teacher's heart the downpour of nectar made of light white inside the color of the rainbow swirling around it purifying you and filling you with the realizations you seek
just think of it. The very goal you aspire to achieve is right above your head in that bright form. When you think that, your aspiration to become inseparable grows strong. The more you think of it, the stronger the aspiration gets. And through the strength of this aspiration, you come to realize that the teacher also aspires to become inseparable with you. Out of this realization, the form dissolves into a point of light. See and feel this point of light descend through the crown of your head. See and feel this point of light merging with your mind, merging with your you, your sense of self at your heart center. And once it reaches there, merges, find that measure of conviction that you have become inseparable, this affirmation. And for whatever length of time you can hold on to this affirmation, hold on to it. when the affirmation is no longer authentic, when it is just a mere memory that you're holding on to, and bring your attention back to the breath. Staying aware of the breath, slowly become aware of the body once more. Hello everyone, welcome.
so now we'll try to get into some of the uh, some of the parts about uh, meditating on wisdom that has not that, that has more to do with not when you're actually meditating on wisdom, but more in the when you're outside of the meditation proper and you're trying to understand what went on or what what experience that you are going through. And that's when the different schools comes into play. But when you're actually doing the meditation on, on, on wisdom, you're not really trying to uh, understand what is this school or that school or this school. You're just trying to have a direct experience of, you know, of your reality. You're not trying to have a, an experience of, of some philosophy that is exotic of com- coming from, you know, from 2,000 years ago or something like that. You're trying to ex- have a direct experience of what's going on right here, right now, and something that's going to transform you here and now. Okay. So, uh, remember when the Buddha presented uh, uh, wisdom, he didn't really say, he didn't really just take something and then say, oh, here it is, but more in a sense of. Uh, helping the person go through a process of getting rid of their misconceptions. And when you're completely free of your misconceptions, then you arrive at wisdom. And exactly what that thing is, there's, there is no presentation of, of, of it. Okay. So, when, when uh, from the very beginning, the Buddha, uh, your mind, you are having an experience, you're looking at reality, and at the same time, you are having, you're drawing a conclusion about the, the nature of, the, of, of this experience, the nature of this reality. Okay. And you could say, there's the, re- there's, there's the reality, and then here's your experience on it. Okay. So when, you're, when your experience or your conclusion about the reality is, is, is there, then all you are seeing is, is your conclusion. You're no longer perceiving uh, the reality, so to speak. Okay, so it is this that we keep looking at when we are looking at reality. We keep looking at this. So when we say John, Mary, chair, uh, outside, inside, this is what we are looking at. Okay, so we are we are no longer looking at, at this anymore. Okay, so. When, when, when we are looking at, uh, when we are trying to understand this, and we're looking at this, then we start to examine this. And when, when you're examining it, you're, you're in a way, want to, you want it to validate itself. It is saying that it is reality, and then you're sincerely giving it the, 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 ch- the chance the opportunity to prove itself to be what it is saying it is. Okay, that's what the analysis is about. So where are all the schools? Well, I don't, not, not quite yet. Okay. So w- one of the ways that it appears, it appears to be distinct. It appears to be um, um, an isolate. It appears to be complete. Uh, no, now the word real comes into play in, 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 a, in a philosophical sense. It appears to be really what what it is, and what does that mean to you when something appears to be really what it is? Okay, so you can you can sort of think of situations where 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 you, where you have something appears to be real, 
and then and you can say, oh, it is not real, and you're not freaked out by it, like like uh, for the example that is given, the example of a mirage. Okay, it's not that the mirage isn't real; it's 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 a real mirage, but what it is appearing to be, it's appearing to be really something else. Okay. And then when you examine to see, examining it to see, is it really what it is appearing to be? Then you discover that it is not what it is appearing to be. So does when you when you when you arrive at the at the re, of, um, at the truth that it is not what it is appearing to be. Like for example, the mirage appearing to be uh, a lake or something like that, right? So it appears to be a real lake, but when in fact when you ex- truly examine it, you, it, 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 it is not a lake anymore. Okay? It loses the power of, of, of trying to convince you that it is a lake. But does the mirage go away? The mirage still, is, still remains, but your, your grabbing onto it as being a real lake goes away. So it's the grabbing onto it as being a real lake. That's that's the that that's the thing that keeps appearing to our mind when we are when we are perceiving reality. Okay, it's not that reality itself doesn't exist, and you're trying to dismiss reality. It is the superimposition that we put on reality that we are trying to examine, trying to in, seeking to investigate. Okay, so when we when we the lake. The appearing lake, when we look at reality, is the sense of distinctiveness. Uh, when 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 someone or the chair appears, it seems to be really a chair and nothing but a chair. That means, at that very moment of perceiving the chair, at that very moment of perceiving whoever, we we have we are holding on to a sense that. Every, 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 it is, it is, first of all, it is wholly a chair. It is wholly a person. Or it is wholly a Jack or Jennifer. Okay? Then when you examine it to see if it's wholly that, then we find out that it has parts. And we are drawing the conclusion chair, we are drawing the conclusion uh, Jennifer, John. And that conclusion itself that's the that's the that's where the uh, lake appearance. It, it, that's where the lake appearance is. Okay, that's where that's what is being called the object to be denied. Okay, it's not existence that is to be denied. It is this conclusion that is to be denied, because it has, it has the conclusion that we are holding on to about 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 the nature of reality has nothing to do with 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 with, with, with the way the reality really is. Okay. Now, the mind seems to have completely fallen into this habit of, of grabbing onto to, to this false real reality, to this false realness. And it, and, it, and, it, and it completely believes that this realness that it's holding onto is what is. Okay. So you believe yourself to be whatever, and you completely believe that's, that's wholly you. And when you're holding on to that, that's really you, or when you're holding on that's really that, it is a concrete 
distinct entity that can be extracted from from reality and then be and be completely taken out of reality and then be be like you know you can almost put it in a cage or put it in a in a uh, in a display case or something and then whenever you go you go to it whenever you go to it a million years later it will remain that way it will remain just that that that's what we think of when we think of something being real something being something okay no matter when you look at it no matter who's looking at it that's what that's what it will be okay so this appearance this seemingness okay so you start to examine it is it really that is it something that when you is it something first of all that can be extracted from reality and we put in a in, in a in a display case and if you were to do that if you kept looking at it for a million eons and then uh, if you were to go away and you come back and you were able to find it, will you be able to find it and will, you be able to, will, it, be, will it remain exactly that? Okay. Now, I'm elaborating upon the elaboration here, but uh, don't, get, don't get too uh, uh, lost too much into just the uh, metaphors. Okay. So, because of the superimposition that we are putting on reality and we are look, keep looking at the superimposition and we think that's what exists and, and the Buddha now presenting wisdom Buddha said just remove the super, superimposition now when you remove the superimposition here's the question about, 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 about what uh, about uh, what is being called wisdom in Buddhism? Does the superimposition remain? Does it remain? Yes. The superimposition. Mm. Yeah. Does it remain? I would say so. You would say so. You can still go around and say, "Okay, that's boring. That's too." Much. No, I mean, uh, once you, once you examine. Here's the reality, there is a superimposition and then the superimposition is informing you of this is, this is what, this, okay this is a face and then the superimposition is, looking, is saying this is what, it, what, is, what is there, right? And when you truly examine, examine what's there and you arrive at this, does this appear? No. No, it doesn't appear anymore. It doesn't appear. No, at the moment when you look, when you're seeing this, okay. At the moment when you're seeing this, when you when you're seeing the hand to be this, not this, this disappears. This goes away. So this is empty of being this. When you are directly perceiving this, you're directly perceiving the absence of this. This is not appearing anymore. So when you when you are doing a meditation, all you know is this. You don't know this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is all we know. This is the, all that we've we've ever been uh, in, in contact with. For all for 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 as long as we 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 know for as long as we we're experiencing reality. This is all that we know. Okay. We have no idea about this. We think. When we're looking at this, we are looking. We are seeing this. 
Okay? So you start examining this. If this is this, what, what should be the characteristics for it to be this? Then you start looking, wait a minute, the fingers are extended. It should be, should be uh, bent or, or, or curved. Okay? Then, when, and then this starts to dissolve. And then this appears. Okay? But, the Buddha didn't just present a fist. Okay? <laughs> the Buddha didn't just say, okay, okay, you think it's, it's the, you think it's the lid, but it's actually the, uh, the, the, uh, when you, what is that, the cup? <laughs> okay, cup. <laughs> you keep thinking it's the lid, because of your, of your perspective, and then when you remove uh, the lid, and then there's the cup. So the Buddha didn't say, didn't say, there's a cup under the lid. Okay? The Buddha just said, the lid is not the cup. And you remove the lid, and the Buddha didn't present a cup. All you are seeing is... No, forget about the table. <laughs> but that's very good though. <laughs> that's very good. What, what are you seeing? Yeah, you're seeing, you're seeing no lid. You're not just seeing, you know, absence. You're seeing a specific absence. You're seeing the absence of the lid, and that and that's the very that is the very crucial part uh, about it. Okay, it's not just looking at pure absence. It's looking at a specific absence, the absence of something that we believe exists, when in fact. It doesn't exist. And then when you remove this and you're looking straight directly at, non, at its non-existence, that's where the transformation takes place. That's when your mind starts to lose the conviction that this is this. Because when you're directly looking at it, you don't see this anymore. You see this. Okay? So, how does this, when you're analyzing it, ends up being this? Well, forget about no hands and fingers. Fist. <laughs> okay. Just like when this uh, appears this way, and then it's uh, let's say it's not telling you that the fingers are outstretched. Okay. It's telling you that no, this a fist. Okay. Then you then you and you say, what does a fist look like? then you have, you have the idea of a fist in your mind. And you're looking at what is appearing before you. Does it fit the characteristic of a fist? Okay? Okay, Th this finger is supposed to be like this, and it's like this. So you move this finger. And then you remove this. And you remove this. None of them fit the characteristic of what the fist is supposed to be like. So this conviction of this being a fist, you're free of it. Okay? You've, you've thoroughly looked into whether or not it is truly a fist. So John appears to you, Mary appears to you, table appears to you. It's not that there's no such thing as a fist, or there's no such thing as a table, there's no such thing as John, Mary, and whoever. It's just that John, Mary, and table are appearing to be a specific way. Okay? And you want to examine is John Mary a table really what is appearing to be? John Mary a table. Is this really a fist? And just examine it. 
you look at it and holding in your mind what a fish should be should be like. Okay? If this is really John, if this is really Mary, if this is really table, really okay, let it prove itself that it is that. Okay? And when you really look into it, since all we've been looking at is this, or when we when we when we say table, Mary, John, this is what we we've been looking at. This is what we think is Mary. This is what we think is John. This is what we think is table. This goes away. Since we think this is table, and this goes away, so this as being a table goes away. This as being John or Mary goes away. This John, this Mary, this table goes away. Okay? And what is it that you're looking at? You're looking at what you were examining. Okay? <coughs> I mean, what were you lo- what were you looking at? <laughs> you were looking at at what was appearing to you and you examine it to see if it's really John, if it's really Mary, if it's really table, then since it is not, just like since this is not fist, it doesn't fit the characteristics, this goes away. So table goes away. John goes away. Mary goes away. Which Mary, which John, which table? The one yeah, the one that you existed. The one you thought the one you thought existed. Okay? The one you thought existed goes away. So let's go to the mirage for 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 uh, a few seconds. The mirage is not saying I'm a lake. The mirage is just being a mirage. And what is the nature of a mirage? The nature, very nature of a mirage is to look like something else. To look, at, to look like, to to appear like a lake, to appear like a, a river. That is this. That, that that's what a mirage is. Something that something that looks like, right? But when you look at it, and you are completely convinced it's a lake, it's not the fault of the mirage, it's the fault of you, thinking that it's really a lake. So there you, you keep, you keep uh, making plans, okay, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to take a few weeks off, and uh, I'm going to go to the lake, I'm going I'm, I'm to swim, <laughs> I'm going to do the backstroke, butterfly, <laughs> I'll bring that bathing suit, and... Uh, uh, I'll drink some margarita by, by, on, on the beach, and you keep making plans about the lake. You're never, you never really examine to see if it's really a lake there, but you keep making plans about it. Okay, and of course, when you arrive at the at the lake, <laughs> what you thought was should be the lake, and there's you can't and you can't uh, uh, you can't do, you can't do butterflies, you can't do anything like that. What happens? You get disappointed. And in in your mind, uh, when you're when you're when you're in the moment of ex- of disappointment, it's not that you are examining it, and then you arrive at the conclusion that it is not a lake. You are you are you are, you dive into the into the sand, expecting it to be water, expecting it to be a lake. It's not a lake. It's not gonna it's not gonna satisfy you the lake the way a lake would. And in your mind, you think that. Wait a minute. The lake must be somewhere else. You keep looking for the lake instead of looking at what's in front of you. 
and examining it and saying that there is no lake. What is in front of you is an appearance of lake. Okay. Now, in the same way, John, Mary, the table, what we see is like when we, when we, are, when we are seeing a lake. Okay. And when you start to examine John, Mary, and, and so forth, you see that it is not a lake. It is the appearance of lake. It's not John. It is the appearance of John. It's not table. It is the appearance of table. Okay. And it has never been anything other than just but a mere appearance of John, but a mere appearance of table. It has never been anything else but a mere appearance of lake. So, if take the take the uh, mirage and say that's reality, okay? It's not just a phenomenon that happens in reality. Now let's say that's reality, okay? So things come together, and the things that comes together, when they come together, they give the appearance of being something else, okay? The condition of the sun, the heat, the the sand, or whatever else. They're coming together, and then they give the appearance of a lake. Okay. So the lake is but a mere appearance. So in so now we we're making this now. Forget about uh, the a real sun, a real sand, a real uh, whatever else condition that comes in there. Just think of everything now being the nature of mirage. Okay. Now even sun is a mere appearance. The, le- the, s- the sand is a mere appearance. Okay, just think of think of it that way. Think of it reality as being just whatever is appearing to you is just a mere appearance. And what is causing that mere appearance is those c- factors and conditions coming together. Okay. So factors and conditions coming together, you have the appearance of John the appearance of Mary, the appearance of table. Okay. And when you're looking at the table and you, and, and you, instead of looking at the appearance of table, now you're looking at dependence. You're looking at, oh, these conditions came together and then table appears. Now you're free of a table that that, that 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 real real table, just like you're free of that real lake. When you when you say, oh, it's just the conditions, you know, that that comes together. That's why there's a lake here. Oh, it's just the conditions coming together. That's why there's a table here. It's just conditions coming together. That's why there's John Mary here. Okay. When you're looking at those conditions, that Mary, that that real Mary, that real table, that real lake, disappears. Just like you know, this this disappears when looking at this directly. Okay, so that disappears, and you're looking at this. Now this is just a, a somewhat of a, a you know a way of helping, but you're not looking at this. You're not you're not you're not looking at a thing. Okay, all you see is this 
disappearing. Okay. And remember, this is not Mary, John, or table. It is thinking that the mere appearance of John, the mere appearance of table, is real table, real John, real, real that. Okay? That real grasping goes away. And, and what is it that helps you to make that go away? Looking at the, di the di interdependence. Just like when you look at the interdependence, the thing that came together to, make, create the, to, to give you the appearance of lake, the grasping to be a real lake goes away. Okay? The grasping to a real lake goes away. You're looking at the interdependence, the, the interdependent, inter, uh, interdependent factors. Now, that itself is enough. But the mind being so habituated to grasping, there must be something real. That is, there must be something, just like when we look at the, 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 the appearance, the, the lake appearing in a mirage, we know that there's a real sun, there's a real sand, so we think that, oh yeah, the, the things, the appearance is just appearance. It's not real, but there's a real sun creating, creating it. There's a real sand creating it. So we now grab, we are grasp, this is grasping onto the factors. Okay. And, and when you're grasping onto the factors, you're falling into the very first school. The very first school looks at, looks at John Mary and say, oh, John Mary is, is uh, interdependent. But they stop looking at John, they're looking at the factors and they're grabbing onto this fact. But there has to be a real sun, a real sand, there has to be, the real, a real, there has to be those real things for that illusion of John to, to, to appear. I don't believe in John being, I don't believe that John, the illusion John is real, but those things that create the illusion are real. Okay, so that's the first school. Now let's jump. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's, it's going to be a bit. Uh, you're going to jolt you a little bit. Okay, so now you get to be a bit more more sophisticated. You stop grasping onto those causes as being real, and you see those causes themselves also. Uh, you know, the whole universe is like the the lake. Okay the lake that appears in the mirage. The whole universe is like that. Even those things which are coming together to produce the appearance of the lake, even those things are of the nature of that lake. Okay? They are mere appearances. Right? Now, you come uh, also to a more subtle dependence that there is the very perceiver is participating in the reality. Okay? The perceiver is part of the reality. It's not just there's reality and there's, and there's the perceiver out there somewhere. Okay? Now, when, uh, when, you, when, you, when you first recognize that the perceiver is participating in the reality, now you make the, res the, the, the tendency is to make the perceiver the same, although the earlier school made the sun. 
oh, that's the real thing that's creating the illusion called reality, that we call the universe, the reality. The real thing is the perceiver, the mind. Okay? Then you just fall into the same, the same trap again. Okay? It's whatever it is that is part of this thing called reality, it also shares the same nature of being like the lake. Even the things coming together to produce the lake. So the mind itself, you have to see the mind as mere appearance also. Now, if you keep looking for something behind, you're going to keep finding something behind. Okay. Then you, then you may ask yourself, then what, is, what are those factors coming together creating the mind to, to perceive that? Then, after you answer that question, you have to ask, and what are those factors coming together to produce, because that's the mind looking for the real sun, the real sand. Remember, from the very first thing, his reality, oh, interdependence, and then the, the, the thing that you're grasping on goes away, and you stop there. You're home, you're safe. Okay? But, because of the sense of, of uh, uh, groundlessness that you experience when you're looking at that. <laughs> when you're looking at that, you have a sense of groundlessness, a sense of, of being floating in, in, in uh, you know, floating in, in vacuity, voidness, emptiness. <laughs> and the tendency of the mind is to grab onto something. Then what, what you were what was helping you arrive, get to this, you, you grab onto them. You end up, if it was, when you see that, oh, how this, is, how, is, how this is being constructed by the mind, then you grab onto the mind. And you make the mind into the concrete thing, the real thing. Now, uh, You have to, when you're doing the meditation on, on wisdom, and you, when, you, when you arrive at you know, the absence of what you thought existed, and you f see the mind you know, sneaking away from that experience, looking for, grabbing onto something, at first you try to make the mind stay where it is, stay there, be, become comfortable with what is real, really there, and if it's too, too, uh, too much for the mind, man, the mind may be so fast, it will be fast, that it grab onto something else. Okay. Now you have to do the same, this, uh, this uh, deconstruct, deconstruct with that thing that the mind is grabbing onto. That's why now you end up with 108 objects of meditation. It's the mind keeps on keeping on grabbing onto stuff. Oh, that's, in, that's okay, that doesn't really exist. Okay, but this exists. Oh, that doesn't exist, but this exists. And you keep on going. Until you get to the, the very last thing. Ah, now I know what really exists. It's emptiness. That's the thing that really exists. And when you finally are able to see how even emptiness is not as real, it's not, some, it's not that real thing, then you're complete, there's nothing else for you to grab onto, then you just have to stay in the void. Okay, and be comfortable with it. <laughs> okay, now, and, and what does that mean? 
stay in the void, stay in the experience of the void. It means there is not one iota of reality that is something that that is that is what you're grasping onto as as that ignorance is gra- grasping onto. That's what it means. That means there's not one iota. There's not one one fraction you can think of. There's not the smallest fraction of this that is part of this. That is this. I'm not, I'm not talking about a hand. I'm talking about fist. Okay, fist. Okay, open hand fist. Okay, there's not one iota of that in here, and that's the complete vacuity, complete emptiness. Okay, that you're looking at. There's not one part of it that is completely real. It's completely the nature of just the 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 the, the, the lake, which is the mirage. Okay. Uh, So we said the uh, reality is mere appearance, okay? And when you hear that mere appearance, automatically you're thinking about you, you think you, you think reality is, is really like a you no know, you hear the word projection. You you, you 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 your mind start to bring the 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 way you experience the convention of a projection, you know, especially now in modern age after movies. You really think that okay, there's somebody or there's a camera somewhere that's real and that is you know projecting the movie, which is oh, this is the reality, which is a projection, but there's a projector projecting it. We keep looking for the projector. The thing is, you have to the thing what you have to get your mind to accustomed to to really appreciate is it is only it is all just the movie. There is not even the uh, projector projecting the movie. Okay, so mere appearance, or talk with taxon, talk with taxon, mere what's it called? Designation. What was that? Mere designation. Okay, mere designation. And when you hear that, automatically you want to think about the designator, and you want to grab onto that. Okay. You don't grab onto a designator. De- uh, sound, sound like a terminator or something like that. <laughs> so don't grab onto that. Okay? Just stay with that. So whatever, whatever your mind is trying to say, oh, what about the designator? So throw it in there. Be designation. Oh, what about this? A mere designation. Okay? But the, the meditation is not just to label it as mere designation. It's to arrive at the conclusion that it is mere designation. Okay? And... That's the, well, a little something else that we don't have time for now. <laughs> okay, but just the, just the name of it, mere designation or mere label, mere appearance. Okay, and, and that's it. You don't have to go anywhere else. That's it. And it is our, how do you say, is our superimposition on this mere 
designation, this mere label, our superimposition on it, that is, that, that is completely non-existent. The mere designation, the mere label, is what reality has always been. Okay. So, samsara is mere designation, mere label. Nirvana is mere designation, mere label. Buddhahood is mere designation, mere label. Now listen, that's what reality has always been, that's how it always will be. It doesn't mean that, oh, mere designation, mere label, now I can just, now it doesn't exist because it's mere label, mere designation. That's mere designation, mere, mere designation, mere label is not saying it doesn't exist. It's, exp it's explaining it. Existence. This is what it's always been. Okay. Uh, did I lose anybody? Did I confuse anyone? Okay. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you, that's, that's supposedly the most subtle conclusion you want to arrive at. Oh, mere designation. And when you, when you are, just like when, in the beginning, just like uh, when I said looking at the chair or interdependence, and then the chair that you are grasping on disappears because you're looking at interdependence. So in the same way, when you, when you arrive at the conclusion mere label, mere designation, then that which you were grasping onto disappears because you're looking at mere designation. You're looking at the fist. So this goes away. Okay. Alright. Well, this was, uh, I guess, the, the tenth introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, so I hope this was a good preparation. And then, then w when we go into the meditation, which is supposed to be Madhyamika Prasangika, then it will not be just some, some words in a, uh, uh, on, a, on a book somewhere, some philosophy, some, some theory. Okay? Then you can, you can look at it as an experience. Okay? But we're getting close to that. Right. <laughs> just one yes. thing. When, when you say, when we get to the point where we're, we are labeling that all these things as mere label, mere this, mere that, isn't this, while it's denying that there's any substantive existence to any of these things, properly denying all that, at the same time, it's also reaffirming that there's constant appearance. Yeah. So it's reaffirming the appearance side. Mm -hmm. So is there a danger of getting kind of stuck on that, that, oh, this is real. The mere label is really something. It's really appearance. Then it's, it's the, uh, the ignorance coming back. And then, uh, and then, 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 then s continuing to you know, give its uh, two cents again. But what's real? What's reality? If if it if it's just if it uh, remains at the level of just intellectualizing, then there, then there's the danger. But it shouldn't bother us that there is appearance. No, it shouldn't bother us that there is appearance. It shouldn't bother us. And then when you hear that there should be you know absence appearing, and we shouldn't be trying to impose. An, an absence. 
we should be uh, uh, or, uh, these things that we should be arriving at. Okay. You know, just like when we when we're examining the 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 the, the lake, right? When 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 you examine it, you see that oh, it's just these things coming together. It's the mirage doesn't go away. Now we under now we understand the mirage, and because we understand the mirage, then we can act appropriately. We don't have to plan, you know, that you know we're gonna take a vacation by the lake, or you know, we're not gonna buy building suit to fit. You know. <laughs> okay. But a real lake disappears. That's what, this is where the absence, this is where the disappearance is, it, it, uh, is occurring. That real one that we thought, that one goes away. Okay. Uh, it, it is the same thing with, with the ahat and the, and the ordinary person looking at a, a, a cup of water, you know, remember? And the Buddha said when the ordinary person looks at a cup of water and says cup of water, the Buddha says that person is wrong. And when an ahad looks at a cup, looks at a cup of water and says cup of water, the Buddha says the ahad is right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The ahad is really looking at it, really looking at it, really seeing it. The uh, ordinary person just looking at their own their own stuff and they're, they're talking, they're speaking their own their own stuff. Okay. Right. Okay. We have. Uh, <laughs> We started on time, <laughs> which is like almost a miracle. <laughs> but we have to keep with the tradition of ending late. <laughs> so we are keeping with that. We are ending late. <laughs> okay. So get into your posture. Think vividly of the sense of ease. That you experienced right before the, the talk. And think of it so strongly that it's infusing the present state. Feel that sense of ease in the legs and hands, elbows and shoulders, your back, head and neck, mouth, teeth, tongue, eyes. Let your mind rest in that sense of ease and bring your thinking again your heart center. Quickly recall what meditation you're about to do. So let's get our mind to that good meditative state of observing absence. present in the room and let the mind roam in the room, perceiving walls, ceiling, people, 
objects on the wall, sounds in the room. Nothing in the room is taboo or, or improper for the mind. Whichever the mind goes to, let it go to it. Give the mind a sense of freedom and find a sense of comfort that the mind feels being let go. And this very sense of comfort that the mind is experienced due to the presence is due to the absence of certain things. In this room, there's the absence of outside. So directly perceive the absence of things which are outside, cars, traffic, commotion, and the mind finds a sense of ease, a sense of comfort, elevated when looking at the mere absence. attracted to looking at absence. You look at the floor, just the floor, and how it is absent of walls, ceiling, it's not people, and a sense of comfort. profound, deeper than before. And look at just the space now. Are these absent? The floor, inside, with walls, ceiling, absent of outside with commotion, traffic. sense of ease is even deeper, a sense of comfort, more profound. Now look at just mind, awareness, which is towards looking at the space. It is absent space, empty of being floor, empty of being inside with walls, ceiling and so forth. The sense of ease, the sense of comfort is more pronounced. at all. Consciousness is a thing. Perceiving nothing. Not consciousness. Not space, which is a somewhat of an object of perception. No floor. No inside. No outside. 
absent, empty of all those things. Even nothing is a somewhat of a perception. Let there be no perceiving at all. The mind completely at rest. empty of nothing, it is empty of consciousness, awareness, empty of perceiving space, empty of perceiving room, completely free of elaborations. Now we can analyze begin with yourself. Call your name to yourself. Just say me or think of a traumatic experience where the sense of me was strong and have that sense of me become very powerful almost as if you can show it to someone of me appear. same way, that sense of self appearing. And what was what is informing you of the sense of self? It's the body and mind. So that sense of self that is appearing. Is it the body? Is it the mind?
for the sense of ease and using the sense of ease as your platform again embrace all beings embrace them with love and compassion out of the power of your love and compassion make strong wishes that they become free of whatever problems they are experiencing that they experience they come to have true happiness the body starting with the top of the head and include more and more until you reach your toes. Minute words. <laughs> I have to let you go. Thank you. <laughs>